0: Hello, dear listener, welcome to the Let's Guide podcast. Glad you could make it to yet another episode. It's already number 19. Early 2020 I have initiated a project called Local Guides Clean the Map. The goal of the project is to remove places or contributions from Google Maps that do not or no longer belong there. How can you find those places and what should local guides do to make sure they get removed from the map? That's the topic of today's episode. Local guides clean the map. As usual, before we start, I want to point out that I'm not an official representative of Google or of the local guides team. I'm just a local guide like most of you. Everything you hear in this episode is once again my personal interpretation of things. This episode is being recorded at the middle of February 2020 and is therefore, of course, describing the situation as it is today. Should you be listening at a later date, things might obviously have changed. Let's get started! Before we start, pour la petite histoire, so to speak, I'd like to tell you the story of how I came up with this Local Guides Clean the Map idea. Because it's a very nice illustration of how Local Guides coming together can be a great source of inspiration. It actually happened during the lunch at the first day when we were at the Google campus during Connect Live 2019, where I was fortunate to be selected. We were sitting outside at one of those round tables and were joined by a Googler who had given uh, one of the presentations during the morning session. I don't remember the exact discussion, but all of a sudden I blurted out well, we should do something like go local guides, clean the map. I note this in Simple note, the app I use for taking notes, mainly because it's a very nice combination of simplicity and useful features, but that's another discussion. So, you could say Local Guides Clean the Map was conceived in November 2019 and then born in January of 2020 when I published the blog post on Local Guides Connect, the official forum, of course speaking of that post and i'll include a link to it in the show notes of course i must have edited it already like 50 times or so originally it was just a text to explain the concept plus a list of things that i planned within the project but i also asked local guides to create content as well and the feedback i must say has been overwhelming people have been adding tips uh, submitting things you could do within the projects. There have been meetups, there have been local guides clean the map related ideas by local guides like Morten Copenhagen, Amiran, Ani for Real, Bishwa underscore Ju1, Jerome M, and others. And the lists keep getting longer. More details on all that in a minute. So, what is the basic idea behind local guides clean the map? Well, one of the popular things among local local guides is adding places to Google Maps. Every time the notification pops up to confirm that the suggested addition was approved, it is extremely rewarding to realize that this newly added place is now searchable for other users of maps thanks to your contribution. A more challenging task, however, is removing things that should no longer be shown on Google Maps. When a new business opens, it typically gets mapped quite quickly, either by the business owner himself or herself, by an agency representing the business owner, or by a local guide. But when a a shop closes, the business owner, let alone the agency, is usually not going to bother removing the entry from the map. So, that leaves only the Local Guides to mark the business as closed and thereby make sure that other users of Google Maps are no longer seeing it or using it as a destination. And that is exactly what the project Local Guides Clean the Map is all about. Getting rid of what no longer belongs on the map. Shops that have closed, chains that have gone bankrupt, old, invalid, incomplete entries that have somehow made it to the maps years ago. Let's get rid of them! Special attention should also be given to duplicates. Some places are two times on the map, and in some cases even more than two times, and those should also be reported to get them merged into one single entry on the map. If you haven't come across any duplicates so far, You simply haven't looked close enough as there are really a lot. We will look into some tips on how to find them in a minute. Another type of maps entries that need to be removed is of course spam. There's plenty of that around, although it seems to be worse in some areas compared to others. There are already a number of highly motivated local guides very active in the domain of spam removal but they can obviously use all the help they can get, as also the spammers, I think, have no plans of retiring any time soon. The next question is what should you do to remove those doubles or outdated entries? Well, the answer is quite simple. You click suggest and edit and then select the lower of the two options you can see. It's called remove this place and then give the reason. Those reasons you can select from a list of choices that will be presented in the next screen. It's not always clear what you have to choose in which circumstances, so here's my personal interpretation based on my experience and things I picked up in posts and forums. The first option in the list is called is permanently closed one I use quite frequently myself actually. It's meant for places that are out of business or get a new owner. Um, Also in those cases even if the location is the same and the type of business is the same and even the name is the same but there's a new owner what you're supposed to do is close the existing uh, point of interest so mark it as permanently closed and then add a new one. Um, One of the main reasons to do so is of course the reviews and the pictures, because those belonging to the existing point of interest might no longer be relevant to the new uh, business of the new owner. Option number two is called has moved to a new location and if you select this uh, you get a screen where you can enter the new address and also update the map marker. In my view, uh, or as far as I can judge, one of the main differences with Permanently Closed and this has moved to a new location, is the number of entries you end up with in the database underlying Google Maps. With Permanently Closed, there are two points of interest. The old one, which is not removed from the database, it's kept there. You, it's it's It doesn't show up uh, automatically only if you specifically do a search on that one but it's still there in the database probably for historical reasons that you can say okay on this location X years ago there was this uh, other business when you select has moved to a new location there's no two entries in the database but only one because you take the existing um, point of interest and move it to the new location so not two but just one Option number three is called doesn't exist for a place that no longer exists or has never existed. That's the way it's put on the official help site, but a place that no longer exists? Yeah, something like is permanently closed, right? Oh, well, Oh Anyway, with doesn't exist, these entries are also completely removed from the database. A side effect is that those, uh, even if they are approved, will no longer show up in your list of contributions, in the edits in your uh, contributions, because, well, the entry is removed from the database, so how can they still show you uh, the approved edit? There is, of course, when the edit is approved, an email that you can still uh, keep hold of. Next option is called, is a private place or home? Well, yes, those shouldn't also be shown on Google Maps if it's someone's home, so that's another reason or another yes, reason you can select from the list to get it removed. Next up, is spam fake or offensive? A fake business or a place with offensive content that shouldn't be displaced, quite obvious that one, is also removed from the database. The next one is one I really use a lot because that is called is a duplicate, a place that's a copy of another Google Maps place. You, uh, you typically if you select this one, you will get a list of proposed correct points of interest. So Maps is the algorithm is in the background searching for things that you could indicate as is this the one you want to merge into? The end results of this process mapping one as or marking one as a duplicate is also that one point of interest the one you merged uh, the one you said as uh, is the duplicate will be removed from the map And finally if you think something should be removed for legal reasons can be copyright reasons or it's an illegal type of business in your country then you can submit a legal request this opens a separate form which is no doubt landing uh, with some specialized legal division at google be aware, you can only suggest an edit in some countries and regions, so all of what I've been saying here might not apply for you, but well, there's nothing we can do about that, of course. A popular part of the original post on Connect that kicked off the local guides clean the map campaign is tips on how to find those old, invalid, incomplete entries, the duplicates, the spam. So let's explore some of those tips. Use Zoom. Duplicates often only show up at the highest Zoom level. And especially if you use the combination of Search and Zoom on Maps, this will reveal duplicates that are not shown at first. With using Search, I mean typing in the actual address Baker Street 24 as the search term this will show you then all the businesses based there this is something I didn't know before I started with the campaign and it has helped me find quite a lot of duplicates so great tip that is by Morten Copenhagen he also has a good tip on what to do when you find those duplicates it's uh, a workflow he describes on what you should do before submitting a um, duplicates or before submitting the idea or the suggestion to merge two of them. It's a very detailed post but the main point is uh, make sure the duplicates or the two points of interest have the same data so the same name for the uh, place, the same uh, pin uh, map marker, category and so on and only then submit the re- uh, proposal to merge the two. I came across some uh, examples of that kind of behavior myself. One was a case where I came across uh, two points of interest with the same name, and one of them was had as category a contractor for pools and the other one was simply pool. I looked into the uh, points of interest and it was clearly that it was a contractor for pools and not a pool, so I just suggested the two for a merger or uh, suggested the pool one as duplicate but this got uh, quite quickly the not applied which we do not like as local guides of course so then i first changed the pool into contractor for pool the to match the categories for both and then uh, hits the um, mark as duplicates again and got it applied within seconds another one was the name of the place for a library so in dutch the full word is bibliotheek, but we often also say the abbreviated form bib and one of the uh, places had the full word the other the abbreviation not applied adapted the name to match in both cases reapplied and then it got accepted there's also a case study on the uh, let's uh, local guides clean the map uh, post on connect which is called tricky duplicates and that's actually a post i enjoyed very much writing because there i describe with screenshots also step by step a real example of what you should do to um, mark duplicates and get one of them removed from the map. It was so much fun that I decided to uh, make some more case studies in the near future, so that will be fun as well, I think. Please don't hesitate if you can come up with a case study or a tip or whatever yourself, do not hesitate to tag me and I will include a link to that post in uh, the main post on connect of course. The next tip is a really fun one to do, it's called remove bad words written by Amiran. Well it's uh, quite easy, search for swear words in your own local language. Often those uh, are very difficult to find for people not speaking your language, for example members of the Google Maps team, so in searching for those words you might often find uh, a lot of fake entries in your local area and thereby really help fighting spam next tip is actively look for points of interest that are out of business by using external sources of information there's several tips on that by morton and myself but also annie for real has posted a nice one Possible sources are, for example, online databases from local authorities that list all the uh, bankrupt businesses. There can be news reports about chains being bankrupt or going bankrupt or being taken over by other chains. But you should always be very careful here uh, to make sure the source of information is real, reliable, and has up to date information. But with that information combined with what you already find on maps, pictures or reviews sometimes in reviews you can see that uh, a local guide has posted there is closed already since July 2019, probably Probably because that local guide was not aware that he or she could also mark the business as closed and so decided to put it in a review. Well, If you combine all that kind of information, you could often uh, remove a lot of redundant points of interest. One of my absolute favorite tips is tap into the knowledge of colleagues, friends or relatives. They can tell you about closed businesses in the area where they live as they are of course a reliable source of information for that area. And by the way, don't forget to also check the streets near to where you live yourself but where you might not have been for a while. There's bound to be some changes there, so probably if you go go there on a local guides clean the map uh, walk You can not only close some businesses, but also perhaps add some new ones that might have opened recently. And finally, one important tip to always keep in mind, when in doubt, do nothing. You need to be certain that the edit you suggest is corresponding to the current situation, because we don't want to bring even more errors to the map than there already are, do we? When checking out the post on Connects, please also look into some wonderful posts uh, in the Things you can do section, such as a post by Jerome M. called Local Guides Clean the Map Prevention Watch that dirty trail you leave behind. It's a post focusing on the fact that you need to make sure that you yourself are not the source of inappropriate info that then later needs to be cleaned by other local guides. Jerome also points to the fact that in the questions and answers, so questions to businesses, there are a lot of outdated and irrelevant or irrelevant questions and answers. You can also flag those for removal. And Bishwa underscore Ju1 reminds us that you can of course also report pictures that should be removed as part of the cleanup operation and in the post on connect there are also some links to ideas posted in idea exchange ideas of course related to cleaning the map like the suggestion to create an easier way to report spammers idea submitted by mahabub muna or a proposal to make check the facts better suited for cleaning the map an idea from rolik go vote for those i would say In the meantime, there's also already been Local Guides Clean the Map meetups. The communities in Indonesia, India and Nigeria have already been quite active. And actually, I have hosted a uh, Local Guides Clean the Map meetup myself just a couple of days ago in the lovely Dutch city of Breda. On those occasions, some local guides come together to see what can be cleaned in a specific area and put those tips, I mentioned before, to the live test. I'm still working on the recap post for the Breda meetup, but I will certainly use the experience I gained there to uh, create a post that has tips on how other local guides, like you, dear listener, can set up their own Clean the Map meetup. The final point I want to address is the logo. We set up a campaign uh, where we were asking other local guides to submit a design for a campaign logo and no less than 17 local guides did just that. We selected six finalists from those and I will make sure to include links in the show notes where you can see all those uh, logo designs. And uh, for those six finalists uh, uh, on Connect, local guides could vote, and a lot of them did that exactly. The voting has now ended, and the final result will be revealed soon. It's time for some news. Ah yes, the news. And there was quite a bit of exciting news in the last few days and weeks. For example, the first details have been announced of CONNECT LIVE 2020. It will take place in October 11th through 14th, somewhere in the Bay Area. I'll make sure to include a link to the post with the details in the show notes, of course. If you have no idea what CONNECT LIVE is, go back and listen to episode number 16 of the Let's Guide podcast. You'll find all the details there and then you will want to apply, believe me. Another uh, new thing was the new logo, not only for the uh, Clean the Map campaign but Google Maps itself has a new logo as part of the 15 years uh, celebration. I'll uh, also link to a nice video that was created that shows the evolution of the uh, logo through the years. That link will be in the show notes. Along with the uh, uh, logo redesign in the 15-year celebration there was also a new layout of the Google Maps app and um, well usually if such a major redesign is made you have a lot of people posting everywhere well the old one was much better I don't like this new thing Well, the mere fact that this is not really happening, or at least not at a scale where I can obviously see it, that seems to suggest that the redesign is quite good and quite widely accepted. I think by now it's probably rolled out to more or less all users of the Maps app worldwide. I'll also include a link to the post that gives the details on that one. One thing I really like about the new um, layout of the app is that in your overview of edits in your Contribute and Contributions page, or Contribute it's now called, um, that uh, overview now gives also a lot of or gives uh, more information about your edit. For example, uh, the suggested name that you submitted or the category and that is really great for edits that result in a pending status because then you can still see what exactly you submitted. What I do not like so much about the new layout is that when a pending uh, edit goes to approved status, it no longer jumps to the top of the list of your edits, but rather it remains at the place where it was originally and changes status there. So instead of seeing your edits sorted on the date they were last modified, as was the case before, I think, they are now sorted by the date they were created. You still do get an email when the pending edit goes to approved, but well, it's for people that make a lot of edits, it's gotten harder to find out where exactly are those, um, or when exactly do the pendings go to approved. And by the way, have you, in the new layout, I mean, already found the questions and answers section? It's actually on your personal profile, which is also uh, redesigned and quite nice. You can give a brief description of yourself as local guide. Nice new feature. So the question and answers section is on that profile page all the way down. You have to scroll to the very very bottom and there you will find the questions and answers section. Is it this well hidden because they plan to get rid of it altogether? Wait and see, I would say. One final new thing is that we've seen some tests with reading aloud. point of interest names and addresses so next to the point of interest uh, you then see a small blue speaker icon and when you click it it then reads aloud the name or the address of the place which is very convenient in certain situations of course I've seen that show up for brief periods of time uh, during the last few weeks so no doubt that this is some work in progress and that's all I have for this episode, dear listener. Please do get in touch with me if you have any comments or remarks or questions. Do send them either to let'sguidepodcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet on Twitter where you can find me under Local Guides Guru. Obviously, you can also find me on Connects under my name. Jan van Haver or you can leave a message on my blog there's a uh, page there where you can leave messages janvanhaver.com the show notes as ever you will find on letsguidepodcast.com thanks for listening and I hope to uh, you will continue listening to the next episode which will be uh, the amazing number 20 already Game over.